Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This program has been brought to you by Cider Week New York City, happening November 6th through 15th, 2015. For more information, check out ciderweeknyc.com. I'm Erica Wides, host of Let's Get Real, the cooking show about finding, preparing, and eating food. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Deadspin.com. And my guest today is Liam McCabe. Hey, Liam. Hey, Jolie. What's going on? Oh, a whole lot. We have a lot to talk about today, and I'm very, very excited that Liam is here in the studio because Liam is a staff writer for The Sweet Home, where he covers the wild world of appliances. He lives in Boston, so probably the two of us are going to bust out some Boston accents at some point during this show, and he enjoys mass production. He also enjoys sassing podcasters on Twitter, which is how he ended up here. After listening to episode 16, he tweeted, listening to Jolie Care's podcast, Rip Swiffers, wishing it was talk radio so I could call in and rant against Dyson's. Well, you should all be very careful what you wish for when it comes to me, because I made Liam take the Chinatown bus down from Boston to join me in the studio so that he can rant about Dyson's. That's his reward. So we're going to start off with that reward and let, let Liam rant a bit about Dyson's, which longtime listeners of this podcast will know hurts me to my very core because I love my little Dyson. My little Dyson makes me happy. But Liam has some things to say about that. So Liam, take it away. Yeah, Tell came, me why I'm wrong. Came down to set the record straight. <laughs> so Dyson, like they're fine vacuums. They're perfectly good. They're but better than fine. They're, yeah. They're lovers. They're quite good vacuums, <laughs> but... When I was listening to the episode of your show, as I was stuck in traffic in Boston during rush hour, I understood the urge of people to call into sports radio and rant about various sports-related topics, except I, this time it's vacuums. I love this. Wait, here. Little known fact about Jolie Care. When I was in college, I was a call screener at the Boston sports radio station, <laughs> WEEI. I for sure was. So I was the one... Taking those calls from Sully and Quincy. Yeah. Yep. I was the one getting the 
the the Liams of the world angry in their cars. I wish they'd been calling about vacuum cleaners. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Although I don't think I cared so much about vacuums when I was in college. Yeah. Anyway, continue with your ranting. Right, so, you're so angry you're in the car. You're so angry with me. So Dyson's great in a sense, and Swiffer is not great. I agree with you there. Yes. It's just there's so much in between the two that you know to to go from Swiffer's bad, therefore buy a Dyson. I had a few things to say about that. Okay, I, listen, I agree with that, and I'm and I'm going to tell you that I I didn't write Swiffer's bad. Go to, go to a Dyson, right? I'm I'm passing the buck right now. Sure. I'm throwing <laughs> I'm throwing for Adam Clark Estes, my my colleague who writes for Gizmodo, who I adore and I think is very wise. But I'm throwing him right under the bus. <laughs> Because I mean, he's the one who wrote that, not me. I just happen to agree that I really like my little Dyson. Yeah. So Dyson vacuums are great. Um, the cordless ones are especially good. But the thing yes. is... And that's what I have. So right. right you have, and I always say this, that, that the vacuum that I have serves a, a very specific need, a highly specific need yeah. of mine. And so it makes me happy for that reason. But it's not necessarily what I would tell any Tom, Dick, and Harry out on the street to go buy. Right. Because I don't test vacuums. You do. I do. Yeah, you do. Which is mostly what we're going to talk about today. Do you, want, do you have more stuff to say about Dyson? I got plenty of stuff to okay, say about Dyson. Okay, go ahead. Go so, ahead. I'm letting you rant. It's so you have, a, you have a very specific need. You live in a very small apartment. and The tiniest apartment in the history of apartments. It's important to you that you can wall mount the Dyson. Yes. And there's, I don't, to my knowledge, there's not any other vacuums where you can do that. Right. So point to Dyson. Right. Point to Dyson. So let, let, me, let me remind listeners what I have. I have the cordless Dyson stick vacuum. Um, I actually have two models. I have a, a DC44, which I bought when I returned a wedding present that I didn't want from Amazon.com and put the credit towards the right. vacuum. And I put that, hey, listen, I when I got married, I had finished writing my book. It had not yet been published. Um, but at that point, I felt confident putting $350 of a wedding present credit towards buying a fancy vacuum because I worked really hard on that book. Yeah. And when... It hit the bestseller list. I was like, "See, I was justified." Yeah, and you in know, treating myself. Yeah, if you want to treat yourself, treat yourself. I'm right. not trying to talk anybody out of buying a Dyson if they've done the research and decided it's yeah. the right one. And that's and that's what I did. And then the other one that I have, of course, it's ridiculous that I have two vacuums yeah. in a tiny apartment. So <laughs> I admit this; it's totally ridiculous. But there's a reason for it. The reason is that the other one I have is the DC 56, which is just a souped-up version of the 44. The 59. Or yeah, sorry, yeah, 59. Yeah. So, <laughs> Just reverse my numbers there. Um, so it's just a souped up version, basically the same thing. That was a sample that was sent to me, yeah. gratis, disclosure time, people, gratis by Dyson, because I was testing it for an article I was writing. So there you go. That's why I have two. They work very well for yep. me. But yes, I heard and have, have and always will couch anything I say about Dyson's to, in um, the knowledge that I have that they're, they're not perfect machines. Which yeah. is a lot of what we're going to talk about today. So you want to talk about why they're not perfect. Talk about the flaws. The main thing is the price. Like, yeah. I can't argue with the performance. We we recommended the DC44 as a step up in our cordless vacuum guide at one point. And I think we, we recommend the uh, V6 trigger, which is, or the V6, the base model, which is the same vacuum as the DC59. They just changed the name a couple months ago. Yeah. It's, it's the same machine. Uh, we recommend it as the step up. Like, if you... If you want extra power in a vacuum or the wall mount is important to you or you've just decided you want like the cool Dyson, like 
all completely legitimate Which are reasons. Fi- yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I'll say um, for the Sweet Home is that they, they really take the same approach that I take in terms of saying, like, listen, no judgment. You can decide for yourself what is important and not important for you. Right. We're just going to tell you that if X factor is important to you, here's what you want. And if Y factor is important to you, here's what you want in that case. Like, it's a totally judgment-free zone. <laughs> So, and like, they're, they're like hip at the sweet home. Oh, thanks. They're cool. They make, <laughs> they're like, they're like me. Like they make cleaning cool. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I, you're not going to laugh at the fact that I just said I make cleaning cool. I take That's it pretty. That's the dorkiest thing I've ever said. <laughs> I take it pretty seriously. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're kindred spirits. We both take this pretty seriously. Yeah. They also, um, if possible, are more obsessive than I over at the sweet home. Um, hey, do you want to, do you want to take a question so that we can, we can talk about what you love. Sure. Yeah. I will add one thing. Oh, you want, real he's quick. still not done with this. I'm not quite sense. done. So if you I was talking about they've been they're a little bit overpriced. If they're you, totally overpriced. Yeah. If you want like the If more, I didn't have that credit on Amazon, I never yeah. would have spent that much money on a vacuum cleaner. Never, never, never. If you want the cordless thing, if you want something cordless, yet you don't want to spend three hundred dollars on it or more. Which is fair. We like this vacuum called the Hoover Air Cordless Two in One. It's it's one hundred and fifty to one hundred and eighty bucks depending on what day it is. Excellent like, price. Yep, prices shift, and there's a hand vacuum built into it. It's basically a hand vacuum with a powerful battery on a on with a, a stick. Yeah, on a frame, like yeah. a, a frame with a floor cleaning head. Yeah, that which is what the favorite. which is what the Dyson is. Yeah, it's same thing. But yeah. the the Hoover is half. Half the price. Half the price. And it's like 85% is good at cleaning. On bare floors, yeah. it's going to be basically the same. Won't clean thicker carpets as well. But, you know, it's it's like 85% of what you get with the Dyson, but for half the price. Right. Great buy. I would encourage everyone to buy that one. Do you want to say the name one more time? Hoover Air Cordless 2-in-1. There you go. We all got it. Hoover Air Cordless 2-in-1. Did I say it right? Yep. That's yep. right. Okay. All right. With that, let's actually this. So, so question one, I'm going to read it. Usually, um, my guests do the the reading, and I do the experting. But today, Liam is the expert. I love it. I love it when there's an expert here, so I can sort of sit back and just be chatty. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to read question one. This is about high end vacuums. Um, so, question one is from Frederick. Dear Jolie, price doesn't matter. I just want the vacuum that will work the best. If the $500 vacuum works better and lasts longer, that is a better deal to me. Details. I have tile floors in the breakfast room and three little kids. No pets. Spills include Cheerios, taco meat, crumbs galore. I need slash want something to pick up all those crumbs so that I don't have to bend down or sweep. I had a dust buster but the battery went kaput and it died after only six months. Plus, bending down to use it wasn't ideal. So far, Shark, Dyson, the Electrolux cordless stick vacuum, Miele, and a dog have been recommended. (laughs) I like the dog recommendation. (laughs) But I've read that the Dyson and Shark can't handle Cheerios. Would appreciate any insight you have. Uh, so listen, Frederick, it's not so much that I have insight. I just know the people who do, uh, which is why Liam is going to answer this question. And I actually, Liam and I both liked this question for a pretty specific reason, which was that, um, Frederick one told us what he is trying to vacuum up. So that's always important. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in segment two, uh, when we talk about how to how to decide what kind of vacuum is right for you. Cause there are loads of different kinds of vacuums out there that 
suit different needs. Um, so, so Frederick told us, first of all, what it is that he's trying to vacuum up, right? Cheerios, taco meat, crumbs. Um, he also told us the type of flooring he has, right? So tile is the biggest culprit because that's where most of his spills are happening. So you always want to take those two things into account, which we're going to get into in a second segment. But before we do get into that, Liam is going to tell us about high-end vacuums and yeah. what they recommend. So from the first sentence of his question where he said he's willing to pay whatever amount, that right there, that answers a very important question. Like if you if it's worth it to you to spend the money to get something that's going to last for ages, then you should do it because the ones that you spend more on, if you get the right one, they actually do last for they can last for decades or right. more. So So in your in your testing this was cool, you guys. In their in their post about the the best high end vacuums, they noted that they did 280 hours of testing over three years. Yeah, it's over many years. Um, and they and they and their tests included cat hair, something called furniture slaloms. I loved that term. I was so happy about that. Um, and sliding under couches. So that's how they were testing their vacuum. And the high-end ones, they were saying the, these will last with little or no maintenance for 20 years. That's a long time. Yeah, it's yeah. it's some maintenance, but it's not serious work all the right. time. It's, it's not what people say about the Dyson, which is that they're right. constantly in the shop and breaking them. Blah, 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 blah. Right, yeah. right. So we really like, if you're going to get a high-end vacuum, we really like the Miele vacuums. Um, whether it's an upright or a canister, that's the choice you can make. Uh, uprights, they tend to be more popular in people who live in houses, uh, especially if they have lots of open space and carpeting. Uh, so people who live in the middle part of the country uh, tend to have larger homes, tend to have more carpeting, and that's why uprights tend to be much more popular in the U.S. than in Europe. Uh, but if you want, okay. if you live in a smaller apartment or you just prefer the design, you can get a canister. They both work equally well, and they can last as long you know, both can last equally as long as the other kind. A lot of it's personal preference and the type of layout that you have in your house. Okay, excellent. And I'm going to give uh, listeners a specific model that you recommend. The The Miele Dynamic U1 was yeah. your number one pick for yep. best high-end vacuum. Yep, and the base model version of that is the Twist. Okay, so there you go. Now you've now you've got some actual brands. I will also include links to the extensive, so extensive. It's very you can't long. believe how you. I mean, I can't believe I, how long it was. I mean, I and I said this. We had your your colleagues, um, Casey and Cesar, on a few episodes ago to talk about laundry detergent. And I said I was like, if possible, the Sweet Home goes longer and more obsessive than I do. It's amazing. Um, so I'll include these links in the companion post that I put up on deadspin.com to this episode so that everyone can find them. You can also, of course, just go to thesweethome.com and search vacuums in the search field and you'll come up with all the great work that Liam does there. Um, all right. Did that get most of everything about the high-end vacuums? Do you want to talk a little bit more about any any models or what to look for? Yeah, I mean, you know, Meal is a safe bet. I mean, okay. people can come up with plenty of good reasons to go with other brands. Yeah, uh, but people really love like Kirby's. Uh, yeah. yeah so there's this there's this guy. Do on you want to talk about the cult of Kirby? There's a I don't know about the. Cult I know the guy on much. Reddit. You're talking about the ask a vacuum salesman. Yeah, yeah, I oh, talked to him. He's amazing. Yeah, he's great. He is amazing. Yeah, he loves Kirby's because he makes so much money fixing them. Uh oh! Yeah. Put him on blast. Yeah, love it. Yeah, so like Kirby, I mean, 
I'm sure they're great. Like, we've never tested one because we've okay. never felt it was reasonable to call in a $1,000 vacuum or more. We know we're not going to recommend something that costs that much when right. there's a $450 Mila that's, you know, 99% is good, if not just as good. Yeah. And there's a whole other slew of reasons why you don't want Kirby. Like, you know, not that there's anything wrong with buying something door to door, but from a door to door salesman, but people aren't generally comfortable doing that anymore. That's it's the only way accessible. to buy one. Yeah. You can't go to a store and, and look at a Kirby. You have to either call them and ask, to, ask them to come to your house. Or, or they, they just, just do show the rounds. Up. Yeah. I There's, mean, I've never had a door-to-door store salesman show up at my yeah, house. Yeah, it doesn't happen anymore. They, There's wouldn't, a, they wouldn't climb the six flights of stairs. Right. It wouldn't be worth right. It. I mean, in, in an apartment your size, a Kirby doesn't make any sense anyway. No. So, no. Yeah. Definitely not. The, the, the main thing to look for, if you want to look for something, if you decide you want to do your own research and go beyond the Mila's that we recommend, you know, please do if you feel like it. Uh you want something bagged because they last much, much longer than bagless yeah. vacuums. That was that was a very interesting thing that I read in all of your um, in all of your research. I actually want to point out one other interesting little tidbit that um, they included in the in the review of best high end vacuums. At the very end of the post, there was a little blurb about what not to vacuum. Yeah, and I want <laughs> and I want to read this because I actually think it was such useful information. Um, and especially because this is, this goes on Deadspin and I hear a lot of times from, from the guys at Deadspin, I think this is kind of a male thing. I don't, I hate to be too gender, gender essentialist about it, but that they, they really enjoy like trying to pick up huge things yeah. with their vacuum. Like that's like a fun, <laughs> it's like playing a video game for them yeah, in sure. some way. I, I, I understand um, that urge. Yeah. So for that crowd, I want to tell you what not to vacuum. Uh, so the first one was, was any, anything wet, wet yeah. spots to save, um, anything wet for a shop vac, a wet dry vacuum. Um, if you're going to vacuum it. Yeah. yeah. Which we, we talked, we talked fairly extensively about wet dry vacuums, um, when we did the episode about pet messes with Diana Moskovitz, we talked about the cat barf and dog pee, or maybe it was cat pee and dog barf. Anyway, they're all the same thing. Uh, I'm, I'm big on wet dry vacs. I think they're great. Uh, another thing not to vacuum is be, be try to be very careful about not vacuuming over the power cord because yeah. eventually that's going to really damage the cord. Yeah, and there's some models that like uh, Ricar vacuums. Their beater bars are particularly aggressive, okay. and they can just they can just ruin like the cord in one cord. pass. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's a bad one. Don't vacuum up broken glass. Um, that's just going to be bad news for the interior of your machine, yeah. especially if it's bagged. Yeah. Um, so the Sweet Home suggests using a broom or a shop vac for that. Uh, which both are great suggestions. The other thing, I'll, these are just oddball things that I know because I'm me. Um, the cut a potato and use the cut side of the potato to pick up shards of glass huh. uh, or use a piece of, of uh, sandwich bread. Oh, that's a good to idea. Pick up shards of glass. So those will both work. Uh, a broom's probably easier, but <laughs> you people, don't have a broom handy, but people like the weird things. So I like to tell you about the weird things because it's a little amusing. And then the last one, as you probably already guessed based on the little, prologue i gave about this is don't try to vacuum up anything any large metal or plastic objects right yeah. it's just i mean i get the fun of it like that you're they're trying to challenge the vacuum cleaner yeah. but the vacuum cleaner doesn't know that you're playing a game with it right you're just going to ruin this thing you spent 
a lot, a lot, a lot of money on. Yeah. Um, okay. You get away with so, it until you can't, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're spending a lot of money. So, so don't do that. Um, all right. So listen, this is a great time for Liam and I to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to talk about how to determine what type of vacuum cleaner is right for you. I'm Jolie Care, and this is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. This is the story of men and women who shed not only their clothes, but also their... profitability to local orchards while reviving heirloom apple varieties by cultivating awareness of craft cider. Cider Week connects cider makers from New York State and select pioneering guest cideries outside the state to buyers from top restaurants, bars, and retail shops across New York City. Those culinary tastemakers in turn help increase consumer awareness of cider's pleasures by hosting public events, tastings, dinners, classes, and pairings that build appreciation and demand for regional ciders. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and my guest today is the Sweet Homes, Liam McGabe. We've been talking about vacuums. We've been really impassioned about vacuums. Yeah. It's good. I care about this. I know you do. <laughs> I'm glad you care, because I care. Somebody's got to do it. Listen, you know, here's a weird thing. This Actually, the topics of vacuums is, is a thing that people really do care about. Yeah. I, was, I was shocked to see. I shouldn't have been, but I was. I was shocked to see the response to the podcast episode about the Swiffers, in which we also talked a bit about vacuums. People really were like mad yeah i i mean i normally don't get a, a whole lot of like hate commentary yeah. I, my my readers are i've like i've like lulled them into submission i think that's <laughs> hardly what it is but it was they, you know they cross-posted it on gizmodo and the gizmodo readers just went ape they're yeah. so angry. I think Dyson. They were calling yeah. you names. I mean, they were they they lowered themselves to name calling yeah. over Swiffers. I'm, I'm people. surprised that would happen on the internet. It was, yeah, I know. It was always shocking when people behave terribly on the internet, isn't it? That was sarcasm. People are awful. Uh, so anyway, so this really is a thing that people care about. Um, and I am. I'm. And also, I, I'm so excited that you're here because I we get to preview a sweet home post that isn't even up yet. Right? Yeah. Is that? that's true oh i think oh the witch vacuum the witch vacuum to buy so when we were preparing for the episode um liam mentioned that they are just about to but do you have a pub date for it yet not off the top of my head okay next week or two novemberish novemberish yeah Yeah, novemberish so in in novemberish uh the sweet home is going to be publishing a guide called which vacuum should I get? Which vacuum should I get? Yeah. About as straightforward as you can be. Yep. Um, and I question two is related to this. Before we get into question two, I actually want to just 
quickly read off the categories that they picked and then we'll read question two. We'll answer it and we'll talk a little bit more with the remaining time we have about um, how to answer the question within each category that they've picked. So here, here are the categories and I think they're great ones. I'm so impressed by this work. Um, I want a simple, affordable vacuum. Great. Some people just want that. Um, Then the next one was I am willing to spend money for a long lasting vacuum cleaner. Yep. Yep. The next one was I live in an apartment or a small house. Right. So that's the, that's the Jolie. Yep. That's the cordless ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The next one surprise will surprise nobody. I have pets, right? Pet owners need, yeah, you can't get around that question. They need a vacuum. Yeah. And they, and they want to know what, what to buy. Um, another very good one is I need a lightweight vacuum. Um, you know, if you live in a home with a lot of. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better. Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Stairs. You want something lightweight if you have a disability of any sort that yep. makes um, carrying, lifting, carrying, holding a vacuum uh, difficult for you. Lightweight is going to be very important. Um, another one, I'm going to save, save, save the one that has to do with our question for last. Another very good one. I have asthma or allergies. What vacuum do I buy? Yep. Um, I have scratch pl- prone flooring. If you have a home with a lot of soft tile, uh, or soft stone, you need to be very worried. Also, if you have soft wood floors, they're not common, right. but people have them. Yeah. Um, and you have to be very careful about yeah, those. Very careful. Uh, another, another category that they identified is I want a vacuum that I can use in my car. Yep. I have thoughts on that. Cause I have a, I have a car guy. Like oh, yeah. you're my vacuum guy. I have a car guy, right. Freddie Hernandez. He's coming on. Not next episode, but the episode after that to do more with me. Uh, so I've got thought, thoughts on car vacuums, and Freddie has even more. Okay. Um, uh, related to the car vacuum question, one of the other categories they selected is, I need a little vacuum for little messes. And then the last one, before we get to the one that has to do with our question, is they did best robot vacs. Now, I told Liam, as we were getting ready to go on the air, not to mention anything about the robot vacs, because I want to have him come back and I want to have him come back with Adam Clark Estes of Gizmodo, who is our, our anti-Swiffer guy. And I want the two of them to sit with me, and we're going to talk all about robot vax. So be on the lookout, listen out, I guess, for that in season three, because I'm going to schedule that. That brings us to the final category that the Sweet Home identified to try to help people determine what vacuum to buy. And that was what people with long, thick carpets should pick yep yeah so i'm gonna read question two uh which has to do with it's actually a combo um believe it or not it's question two from anna or anna as the case may be and she writes to me i bought a beautiful white shag rug 
despite the advice against buying such an easily stained surface for my black cats, plural cats, to shed and hairball on. While I will never admit that this maybe wasn't the most savvy purchase, I love the rug and want to keep it as pristine as possible. So my question is about vacuums. I have a regular old vacuum that works just fine on low pile rugs, but I don't think it has enough suction power for the high high pile shag, and I'm worried that it just can't suck all of the cat hairs out. Do you have a recommendation for a vacuum that has the suction power I need for both the pet hair and to get down and deep into the shag? I'm on a budget, so it needs to be somewhat inexpensive, ideally less than $100. I'm totally open to a handheld option if that would be cheaper, despite it taking longer to cover the surface area of the rug. All right, before I have Liam do his expert thing, I'm going to say two things about this. The first is that as I was reading this, Liam is violently shaking his head when I got to the part about somewhat inexpensive, ideally less than $100. You're not going to be able to find that. Nope. Um, it's just it's just not going to be possible. So, um, you know, unfortunately, Anna, you have cats and you've made the decision to get a deep pile rug. And that's going to mean that you are going to have to spend more money. A little more. A little more. Yeah. We're not we're going to try not to break the bank with you here. But yeah. we, we want to be upfront that you, you're going to have to spend some money to get the right tool for the job. Um, but listen, you love the rug. You love your cats and, you know, you want everything to look nice. So just try to think of it about try to balance the cost of the vacuum over the lifespan of the vacuum. And maybe it'll make you feel a little bit a little bit better. Yeah. You can think, you know, I'm I'm going to spend X amount of money. It's going to last for 10 years. So really, I'm spending, you know, Y per year. And it's right. not that bad. Um, the other thing I want to mention, actually, you know, Liam, I'm going to have you talk about pet hair first. Sure. The the pet criteria, because I was actually really interested to see what the an- the Sweet Home's answer was. Yeah. So we haven't found anything conclusive that says you need a special vacuum for pets. There's just any vacuum is going to be able to clean up after your pets. Some are a little more efficient than others. Okay. But I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. I mean, it was like. Don't fret. I think you guys wrote, like, don't sweat it. Yeah, don't sweat it, basically. Like, any, if you buy a bad vacuum, it's going to be bad at picking up pet hair along with everything else. It's just pet hair is the most visible thing in your house if you're a pet owner. So you get the, you know, it's it's more obvious to you that that the vacuum's not doing a very good job. Right. You had something to say about uh, bagged vacuums, though. With regards to pet yeah, hair. so that's uh, this is a this is a tough one. You kind of have to figure this out on your own. Um, if you have a lot of pets that are very hairy, uh, they can fill up bags very quickly. And it, it, you know, we don't think that the cost of bags in general is cost prohibitive. It shouldn't be something to deter you from buying a, a really good vacuum. But if you're if you need to replace them two or three times as often as everybody else because of the amount of hair, then then that adds up. It goes from twenty dollars a year for vacuums to sixty. You know, right? It's not. It start. It's a consideration at that point. Yeah. you want you want to think about it. So right. one one model um, that they mentioned for pets was the Shark Navigator Liftaway NV three five two is a model number that was yeah. in that. So I, I always like to give 
specific names and yeah. I just think it helps people who, right. who are just like, just tell me the answer, Jolie. Right. And this is this is the exact same vacuum that we recommend in our first category. I just want a simple, affordable vacuum. Yes, exactly. It's, it's a bagless upright. You know, bagless don't last as long as bag, but if you're paying less for it up front, then that's fine. Like right. you'll you'll be okay with that, and it sort of solves the issue of pet hair filling up the bags and that raising the cost. So exactly, you know, exactly. It, it it is a strain on the vacuum. Like some, I've heard some speculation that the oils from the hairs can sort of start to clog the interior of the vacuum. I don't know if that's true. Oh my goodness! I don't know if that's true, but you know, bagless vacs. They, they don't last as long anyways. A lot of that has to do with just generally cheaper construction. It's not necessarily that the fact that it's bagless is harder on the system. That has something to do with it. It's a combination of factors. Okay. All right. So now with that said, we're, Anna is going to be able to determine that the, the factors she needs to care about more have to do more with the type of rug rather than the type of mess that she's cleaning right. up. So now we have to talk about the long, thick carpets, yeah. the shags, the deep piles. Shag is difficult to deal with. Yeah. Most vacuums are built to work on bare floors and low pile carpets and do pretty well on medium pile carpets. Long shag carpet, it's, it's not very common anymore. So It should be. Yeah. I love. It is very comfortable. I love shag. Yeah. I love I want my dream in life is to live in a home with a conversation pit with shag carpeting. You're going to need a special vacuum for that room. I'm, listen, I'm happy to get one. <laughs> I and I, I I know the answer. I already know what to get. Right. Do you want me to do you want me to tell the answer cuz I know or do you want to tell the answer? Well, it you depends tell it. it depends on how much you want to spend. All right, you tell the answer. You did the research. So to your answer, if you since Anna's on a budget and she's not going to get the hundred dollars, like that's just out of the question, no. unfortunately. Uh, but there is an affordable vacuum with a adjust an adjustable cleaning head, okay, which is important. You want to create dif- uh, distance from the ground to the intake, uh, so that the brush roller doesn't tank it, the fibers from the carpet don't get tangled on the brush roller, right. So the most affordable good vacuum that we found that met those criteria is from uh, Panasonic. It's the Panasonic MC-CG902. I want you all to know that he just rattled that off without even looking at his notes. I got one of those memories. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, I kind of have a memory like that too, but probably not for model numbers. Yeah. That was good. Say it again. Uh, Panasonic <laughs> MC-CG902. Okay. Comes with awesome. the territory, remembering these kind of model that's, names. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It does. So, so the, the feature that you want to look for, if you, if you can't find the Panasonic or if you see a deal on something else yeah. that you think might be good, is uh, a height-adjusting model. Yeah. That's, that's the feature to look for that's going to help you with yep. shag and other deep pile yeah. carpeting. Do so you know how much that Panasonic retails for about? It depends. Um, it's, I think it's usually $180. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. Not, not bad. bad. Uh, and it's, it's the same vacuum that they sell at Sears under the Kenmore brand. It's the same vacuum as the Kenmore 21514. You're uh, like the rain man of vacuums. <laughs> again, so you know, great. I'm fresh off researching this too, so it's it's, it's okay. pretty fresh right one, now. One of my favorite bartenders, I'm just remembering this as I said as I said that to you. One of my favorite bartenders once, um, I don't know, he had a spill, and I was in the bar, and he was like, "Dolly, ah, how, how do I fix this?" And I rattled off whatever the solution was to it, and he was like, "Dolly, how do you know all this stuff?" 
And I was like, I don't know. He was like, you're like the rain man of cleaning. Yeah, it's what you do. And I was queerly flattered by that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, was really proud of myself. Do. Yeah, that's what we do. We really love our jobs. Um, okay, so we have uh, about 10 more minutes. Okay. I want to run through, because I think we did a really good job helping on out. Hope so. I, yeah. hope, I hope it works for her. I want to run through the answers to the other criteria. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so we've hit on some of them, but we'll just do sort of a, like, speed round. All right, lightning round. Yeah, lightning round, exactly. Okay, so uh, for the simple affordable, what are the the features, Liam, that you think people should look out for? The feature, I think you want... Or the style of vacuum, I should Yeah, I think a bagless upright uh, is probably the right bet for most people. Yeah. Like, you know, we're very in favor of bagged vacuums because they last longer, but... If you're honest with yourself and you know that you're not going to do a very good job of keeping the filters and bags clean, then you might as well just get something bagless. And if you want something cheap that will last for about five years anyways, that you can that's a fair thing to expect from like $150 to $170 Sounds great. bagless upright. And that's the Shark Navigator that yep, you guys like. the NV352. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so the expensive long-lasting one, uh, you want to talk about the... the what people should look for if they're looking for an expensive, long-lasting. Yeah, we covered this a little bit in the first segment. Yeah. Um, it's you want a bagged vacuum, most importantly. Uh, you want to make sure it has really good filtration because that's what lets it keep working for a long time without getting you know weird clogs in the uh, the ductwork inside and all that. Um, and you want something generally with good build quality too. Uh, certain kinds of plastics last longer than others. You don't really want anything made of metal because they're really heavy and it's you're not going to enjoy using it for 20 years. Yeah. So Mila makes really good high-end bagged vacuums. They they say that they'll last for 20 years. Okay. We think that's about right because we've heard plenty of stories from uh, repair people who are servicing Mila's that have been okay. around for that long or longer. And the, uh, the other brand you guys mentioned was SIBO. Yeah, SIBO. It's yeah. another German company. Yeah. S-E-B-O. Yep. It stands yeah. for something really long in German. Yeah. Oh. I, like, I don't... It's, it's a... I bet it's really good. Yeah. It's, like, super complicated. Yeah, the specific. translation... Like, cheer, it includes Cheerios somewhere yeah. in one of the words. Yeah, the, the translation is something like German semi-commercial vacuum company. Ugh, sounds good to me. Yeah. They make Ooh. good vacuums. It's hard to find them is okay. the problem. Oh, okay. All right. So, Miele, you can find it everywhere. Yeah. And actually, I'll tell I always hear great things about the Miele. People yeah. love them. The very first guest on the very first episode of this show, uh, Corey Sika, who came here to talk to me about cat hair mm. and human hair, um, has has two, two cats at the home and in a very clean home. And he has a Miele and he talks yeah. about how much he, he loves the Miele. So yep. there you go. Miele is a very good one. Uh, all right. So for the uh, for the, the Jolie style vacuum, the apartment small house, uh, what what should people look for in that situation? Uh, I used to live in a small apartment as well. And uh, cordless vacuum is so much more convenient than I dealing with the cord. I love my cordless. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it doesn't clean as well most of the time unless you spend the money for the Shh. Dyson. Shh. Well, you spent you spent the money oh, on the Dyson. Yeah, I spent you the got money the Dyson. On the Dyson. Yeah. See, he said he just admitted that the Dyson's good. Yeah. He just admitted it. Right. I, I've broken you. Yeah. Cordless is it. what you want. Though. I it's... zip around that house. I first of all, I vacuum every day because I'm weird and obsessed. I'm weird about hair. 
I'm weird about hair. There are a lot of people who vacuum every day. Um, and be, but the thing is, I do it because it's easy. Because I can just grab this thing off yeah. the wall, push, go, and just zip around. It takes a minute. Yeah, it's it one takes less. No time. It's like one less mental obstacle than unrolling the cord and putting it in the yeah, which the I outlet. hate doing. I hate yeah. bending down. And I hate t- tripping Rolling over the cord. Yeah. And all, you know, it's just a whole. It's a whole thing. It's caught on the furniture. Yeah, whole thing. Can't stand. Anyway, love my Dyson. It's okay if nobody else does. It's like can- the Dyson is like candy corn, right? I love candy corn, and I don't care if you don't like it. Yeah. Um, all right. So we did the pets. You know, we said we don't don't fret. Yeah. Nothing. In Maybe particular. avoid bags. Maybe if you have extremely hairy. Yeah. And a number of pets. Maybe that's a but personal that's like call. Yeah. not the biggest deal in the world. Right. Um, the lightweight. Yeah. How do you how do you define lightweight? Uh, under ten pounds. Okay, I think that's a good one. I just think yeah. it's helpful for people to get a sense of the the actual weight and what yeah. they should be looking for if they if they say they want lightweight what does that mean yeah it's um, it's a sliding scale obvi- for different people well, yeah. obviously but we ten seem like a good cutoff so that's okay. what we went with all right I think that's a good one um and so you you said just you know light lightweight upright or canister is going to be yeah. the the yeah. way to go for that well yeah so I should do you clarify. have a recommendation in that category or no uh we I mean the the shark navigator is twelve pounds which okay. is doable okay we tested a few uh lightweight um uprights from auric and one from simplicity and yeah like personal taste is going to factor into it so much that we that was one we kind of shied away from making a recommendation on that's because it's a dyson and you didn't want to say it (laughs) (laughs) dyson uprights are the full-size ones those are those are uh no those are those are heavy i've used those i went to like a you know um a demo thing where they were showing their new yeah. models and like right. I was pushing one of those new models. I was working up a sweat yeah. pushing this thing. Yeah, they're it like 18 pounds. Beast. Yeah. Um, mine is very light. And the other <laughs> thing about lightweight, I should clarify, <laughs> is that canister vacuums, they aren't light on their own. They can be just as heavy as uprights, but since you carry them in two hands, a lot of people find it more manageable. True. That's a, that's yeah. a good point. That's a good point to make. Um, I find them unwieldy, but I think that's yeah. because I'm petite. And so they hit me like they hit me at the hip right. in a weird way. And it's uncomfortable. People but. who grew up Actually, in Europe. Maybe, maybe that should be an, another criteria. If yeah. you're very tall or very short. Yeah. We thought about that. It's, it's not, I don't know. I don't think it's like the biggest people. deal. Yeah. There's not, I'm like, I'm like on the edge of course of it's not a tall. lot. Of course it's not a lot of people because a lot of people are average. Right. Exactly. It's only the special ones among us who are petite or very tall. Right. I'm petite, guys. You can't see me. I'm, I'm pretty tall. I'm short. Um, okay, we did long thick carpets. We've got a few more to go through. Oh, oh, very the very important one: asthma and allergy sufferers. Yeah. So we don't. We're not experts on this, and we don't want to give people the wrong information. The Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America (AFA) has a list of products that they recommend, and it's like it's probably safe to go off of their list. Yeah. There are some people who disagree with their picks. Some people think that we spoke to one uh, indoor air quality consultant. He said he would never recommend a bagless vacuum to anybody okay. with uh, allergies or asthma or right. air quality concerns in their household. Well, of course, because you have to empty it. Right. I mean, it's like a plume of filth comes out every time you empty the. Right. Obviously, mine's, you know, I have a stick vacuum, so it's obviously it's bagless. Right. And it's, yeah, the emptying part is gruesome. Right. I asked someone at AFA about that, and they're like, you can work around it by wrapping a plastic bag around your wrist and. By wrapping a plastic bag around your yeah. head. <laughs> yeah, and it's. it's Don't prob- do that. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. It's probably fine, but bagged is a much more foolproof way to, okay. to keep the dust trapped. Yeah, I think that. that 
just to even to my own limited knowledge sounds absolutely correct so yeah. they recommend a high quality bagged vacuum yeah. um and actually you guys gave a, a specific um model which i'm going to say it's the miele dynamic u1 jazz yeah it's a step up from the twist it's an extra hundred dollars okay. Um, it, it comes standard with a HEPA filter. Okay. The base model doesn't have a HEPA filter. It's probably fine for most people. Okay. Uh, just as important as the quality of the filter is the sealing around the, the, the rubber gaskets mm. around the interchange points. Yeah. There's a lot of cheap vacuums that have HEP, uh, filters that technically meet HEPA capabilities, but it's like there's no, like there's, there's no, no gaskets. Yeah. yeah there's, <laughs> so the air just goes around the filter. Right doesn't do anything yeah um you're gonna hate me for this but i'm gonna i'm gonna say it anyway um for people who do suffer from uh asthma and allergies one one place you probably already know this i hope i hope someone's told you if not now you're gonna know one place to be very um particular about keeping clean is your bed space so your Mm. mattress and your pillows and you know duvet or comforters and anything that can have a buildup of dust mites um is really going to aggravate Asthma and allergy is especially obviously if you have a dust mite allergy. Yeah, dust mite allergies are not terribly common, but they do happen. Um, Dyson makes a yeah. mattress vacuum. Yep, that I have tested and is outrageous. Yeah, how it's, it's so cool how well it works and the suction out of curiosity. Um, so you know, disclosure again. That was a, another um, test model that was given to me by Dyson for an article I was doing. Um, out of curiosity, I I put it on the floor to compare it to the suction of my Dyson vacuum, mm-hmm. and it basically stuck to the. It was like a magnet to the floor. Really, it was so powerful. Huh. Um, so that's something to consider for for allergy yeah. sufferers. Uh, let's get through these last few quickies for scratch prone flooring. Yeah, you wanna. There's not many people who are going to need to worry about this totally minor yeah it's minor but if, if you scratch it you're going to be really you're gonna upset be pissed. Yeah, you're be real pissed so uh you want something that comes with a special parquet floor tool is what it's called yeah. it's meant for parquet wood floors but it, it's soft enough for stone tile yep basically there's no wheels that can accidentally scratch the the right. stone and no beater bar no beater bar right, right. exactly it's suction only yeah uh the the car vacuum yeah, we like the uh, Black & Decker 20-volt Max FlexVac yep. BDH2020FLFH. Oh, God, I love you. You're such a nerd. I, this it's one so I great. literally just finished working on Woo-hoo! today. So, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. So, sorry. so yeah. yeah, so basically a flexible handheld is the answer. And yeah. The, the Black & Dex- Decker Max FlexVac. That's hard to say. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, we like it because it's got a lot of suction, and there's a four-foot hose, and it has attachments. You can get under the seats and yeah, around under them. Yeah, that's the thing. Cars are really weird yeah. and tricky, so that's a great yeah. one. Uh, similarly, a little vacuum for little messes. Uh, they also recommend a Black & Decker. It's a pivot vac, 18-volt pivot vac. This one we just changed. Did you change it on me? We just changed that today. Today? It's not posted yet, but we decided to make a different uh, pick. The pivot back okay. is still good, but do you want to tell us what it is, or do you want to let, it's, let people uh, be surprised? This one I can't remember the. No, the, I caught you. Yeah, it's okay. it, but it's a 16 volt uh, Black and Decker with uh, a six yeah 16 volt lithium battery. That's what's important. Okay, the lithium battery. Okay, the old NICAD batteries lose suction. Uh, okay, so which sounds like the cycle. problem that our first. Uh, Frederick, or the guy who asked our first question, may have had with his black and because he said he had a handheld yeah. that died. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna wrap this up. 
And we're going to tease the return of Liam in season three by saying the best robot vac. Do you remember which one it is? Yeah, it's the Roomba 650. Yeah, it was an easy one. Yeah, it's an easy one. Yeah. So um, on that note, we are out of time. Blue by. It was great. I could Liam, talk for hours. I know. I could too, which is why I'm really excited to have you come back in season three to talk about robot vacuums. I'll oh. see if, uh, if Adam can join us because I know he's very excited about some developments in the robot vacuum world. It's actually a very big time in robot vacuums. It is a big time. Right now, it's happening. It's actually a big time generally for cleaning robots because yeah. there there's a whole bunch of new uh, functionalities being developed by the robots. Yep. Um, but you guys will all have to wait until season three to hear us talk about that. On that note, a big thank you to my guest today, the sweet homes, Liam McCabe. Thanks, Julie. Especially for coming all the way from Boston, my hometown. Uh, thank you also to my engineer, Liz Smith, and to our sponsor, Cider Week. Today's music was provided by Rectech. If you like what you heard today, and why wouldn't you like 45 minutes about vacuums? Please consider subscribing on iTunes and leaving a rating. It would also be wonderful if you would tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you enjoy so very, very much. And of course, thank you to you, my listeners. I'm Jolie Kerr, and this has been Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. 